Welcome, welcome. Oh my God. Episode, uh, what is this going to be? 40, 42 of the Why the F Not podcast with Stephen Brogan Cortez. Uh, this is the intro. You know the intro. That's how we do it. Uh, come on in. Enjoy yourself. Feel free to uh, lounge about. Yeah, wh- whatever. Do you. Come on in. Come on. Okay, there you go. We're recording. Episode, I think, 42. I think so. We got, I, I, there's so much. I got, okay, so Ste- Stephanie's away from the house. I can record a little bit more comfortably just because when she's home, she doesn't she do shit, you know. She's not, like, in my face, like, like not, not only, she's just doing her thing, but just because she's around, I get self-conscious, you know. Like, it's cause I'm just recording in my home, right? But I get self-conscious, but when she's not here, I get a little, I get, I get a little bit more free form, you know. I don't, I'm just, I don't know. No, I, I, I'm not going to say something crazy. <laughs> Oh god, no! But uh, I just got a lot to say, a lot to talk about, a lot of things to nerd out about. It's been crazy. Uh, oh my god, I gotta like get a list or get a phone or something just to get. Oh god, cups are still here from the morning. Let me. Oh, oh my god, that's good. That's really good. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, so um, where do we start? Jesus, sorry. Um, where do we start? Um, Halo. You, let's let's talk about. The latest episode of Halo, which was just chef's kiss. I love what they're going where. And also, many times, it's not in your face. It's subtle. It's in signs, on signs of buildings and of, you know, of like, and they just call out certain things. But we're on reach. Excuse me. Those who know Halo, like I talked about before, right? They're on reach, guys. They're on fucking reach. What does that mean? What does that mean? The fall of reach. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. If you didn't play Halo Reach, but if you didn't, go play it. But like. You're about to watch it probably because, okay, so let me just, I want to like pull out the, the episode just so I can watch it. You see, don't listen to it though, because if you hear it, it's going to be like, oh, you own money. Oh, okay. That wasn't it. That was something else. But it was like sexual content. It was like a trailer for something. It was weird. But also, wasn't it weird that like Master Chief had sex with that chick? I mean, it makes him human. You know, it's fair. It makes them both human. I was like, weird. Is this sex for sex sake? You know? Excuse me, but um, but they had a connection, I guess, just to prove that, just to give a point out, right? That she's human, he's human, all this good stuff. Excuse me, but they 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 did the dirty and they got into each other's minds and they were on Halo at the same time. It was wonderful, good for them. But let's see, let's go to the episode really quick. I'm watching it. We watch. Oh fudge, man. We okay. We open up with Master Chief being confronted by the other Spartans. I don't even know their names. I should get their names, but I, I don't. But f- so they got them. They got them held up. The one chick Spartan who uh, uh, who dyed her hair pink with gun oil. She a uh, gun lubricant. She's like uh, she took her chip out, right? So she's also being held at gunpoint with Master Chief inside. It's, it's Spartan zero two six zero two eight. I think one six six. But the other guy and girl. But they're, but they're like, don't you got borders to take you down. You know, you done shit, Master Chief. You've been fucking around, bro. Don't even try, dude. But he's like, nah, man, it's a lie. We're, we were taken. They cloned us and they gave them to our parents. That's the, see, that's the part. See, that's the thing that we want to get into that we don't even really deep dive into Halo. Not until like later, I think. Like maybe like Halo Guardians, we talk about it when like, what's her face? Halsley is off on her like asteroid lab or whatever. Um, but oh, kombucha break. Ooh, dude, I've been like just loving these kombuchas. Remember down in them, bro. 
uh, freaking on my stream the other day. Just mm, great. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, get back to it. Master Chief. Master Chief, okay. Master Chief's over here saying, like, look, we got cloned. Okay, Halsey cloned us. He's like, he's like, no, it's not true, man. How do you know this is not true? And then freaking Captain Keys comes out here, man. The captain, he goes, no, it's true. I, I was there. I stole you. And we left clones, flash clones. So already here's what they did. They would kidnap the kids that showed promise, right? They had like, I don't know what, what they were looking for in regards to, you know, test scores or PE scores. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But they, like John, right? Master Chief is one of them. You know, they, they're, they're taken. Then, the, the, then there's a clone made of that child, a flash clone that's been designed to die it's, it's, it's a short-term clone. It's not long-term. It's it's designed to die. Like, it just headaches, nosebleeds, and then just seizes up and just gone. Okay? That's what they did with the Spartans, with their families. That's how they got away with it. Okay? And they find out, and it's like this. Like that. It's, like, it's like groundbreaking for them. They're like, what the hell is this? What's going on in our lives? Right? We're Spartans, but we're clones. Anyways, they get all good and chummy. They're like, cool. Thanks for telling me the truth. I love you. I love you too, Road Only War by freaking healthy masculine and they're like i love you bro master chief i love you i love you too kiss kiss dude um but they split up and then what's her face gun grease dye hair girl spartan chick she goes off she's like nah man hosley's mine she's got a personal vendetta against hosley man because yeah hosley doesn't care you know she seems all good and she seems all like like yeah she's a nice she's a nice doctor and she's smart whatever whatever she got great hair and she Wears really cool blue jackets that make her look super futuristic. But whatever, she's kind of evil. You know, she's that really. She 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 doesn't. Sorry, she's one of those types of people who thinks that the means just that the ends justify the means. Yeah, so you can do some horrible shit, but as long as it's for the good of mankind or good of you know, that's for the future, the the, you know, the evolution the advancement of, of mankind it's fine it's fine do it if you want kidnap kids do it yeah yeah that's that's her okay so she's 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 evil dude and we're not supposed to like her we did like her at first but everyone's like everyone's a little you know even what's her face this is other uh they got like a multicultural cast on this too i'm like mm, that's the future freaking all the people in the unsc see everyone's just gonna enjoy it's not gonna be white people anymore it's gonna be okay we're all gonna oh my god Dude, there's a scene where the Spartans running after dude. Okay, so they're running. They're they're all chasing after Hosley and her ship, right? And Spartan, what's her number? What is her goddamn number? Let me see that chest plate. This is oh so cool, dude. Oh my god, what's her number? Come on, let me see it. She's the one who dyed her pink. I forgot her number though. But there's like all the Marines are chasing after the 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 the, uh, the, 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 the ship that Hosley's taking off on, and they're on they're on warthogs. They're on foot. They're running. And this Spartan, what's her number right there? Let me see. He's one two five. Spartan one two five, dude. She's fucking just sprinting, going past the Marines, going past the warthogs on foot, mind you. And she's just like, do, 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 do. fucking just Terminator, dude. That she's terrifying, dude. Jumps onto the ship. T- just shoots out the engines and shit. Like she doesn't care. She's like, I'm going after Halsley. Oh, end the story, dude. She's got some vendetta. You gotta watch this. But this episode was just Chris. Oh, she killed the guy. Dude. Yeah, this episode was. Mm. It's full of the drama. Like they're really like okay. Like the writers and and, and the writers and producers of the show. They're, they're they're really trying to give us the drama. They're really trying to give us a, a, the story of the person. You know, the human story. And I and I get that. I get that. Cool. Like you're you. Yeah. 
you don't want it to be some mindless show about blowing up shit and, and shooting aliens. You know, you want that. I mean, we want that. Yeah. Like every time we see that, brah, brah, let's go, you know, dun, 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 dun. we're into it. I mean, we're into that shit, dude. Like, I don't know, man. Producers of Paramount, if you're listening, give us some good old fashioned blowing ups, man. Dude, just do it. Give us heavy rates action, dude. Like those, give us Covenant tanks. Give us more Master Chief jumping onto tanks and beating the door down and throwing a grenade in there. Give us more of that. We need more of that, okay? But let's see. So Master Chief's like, do we got this? We're just going to send Spartans to the Covenant planet. They find it. The way the planet's hidden, though, it's so special, dude. Covenant uses, like, stars and, like, a black hole to hide their position on the planet. Let me see. I feel... Let me see. Hold on. I thought something was coming. I was like, it's definitely she's coming home soon. But I feel I'm, I'm on alert just because because of Milo. Is he good? He's at the door. He's at the door. He's at the door. Hold up. So let's see. So Cortana helps him get to the Covenant planet. It's a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking and character development. That's that. This show is just trying to give us that. Just, just they're like, come on, please. Let's, let's just give you a story. Let, let's just, just enjoy the story, please. But let's see. So, oh my God. So we get to the Covenant planet, man. This. Oh, it's very. How to explain this? They're religious. They're so religious. The covenant, right? And these structures are like giant temple-like structures made out of stone with these intricate designs. It's, it's gorgeous, dude. And these. Co- oh my God! The priests. They. Oh, they did. Honestly, yeah. Come on, man. People talking shit about this show. Give it a chance, dude. Chill out. Get your wedgie out of your butt and crack. Oh, my God. Okay. Hold up. Let me get kombucha break. I got flustered. Oh, when they start just sniping down the elites, dude, and all the squat. Dude, that's what we wanted, and we got it, dude. We got Spartan on Spartan. Not Spartan on Spartan action. Spartan on Covenant action. Just good. We got even grenades in here. Oh, my God. An Atrocitus. We get the origin of Atrocitus's scar on his lip, dude. Oh, you can't ask. If you don't know Atrocitus, I believe he, we see a lot of Atrocitus in Halo Wars. He's one of the main brute chieftains. Oh, my God, dude. This Master Chief fight is next level, dude. Oh, you just see this Atrocitus. His headbutt Master Chief's like, nah, doof, just bare headbutt. Dude, like, like, what kind of head does a brute have that it can hit a Spartan head and, hair and hurt him? Like what is what is your deal, Mister? Oh my God! Okay, that's activated. Just going crazy. He takes off his helmet. Master Chief just takes off his helmet a lot. But spoiler alerts for the end. Uh, I was talking to my friend Tyler about this. Tyler, if you're listening, shout out Tyler. Shout out, shout out. Let's see. So at one point, Master Chief. Oh, this is the sixth. So Master Chief. Cortana tells Master Chief, "Look." Halsley's plan, plan was to have me control your body. You know, you're the ultimate physical weapon, right? And I'd be the ultimate computer together, unstoppable. But she said, no, I don't want to do that. I learn. I'm an AI that learns, homie. Your humanity is what makes you special. I care about you. That's what Cortana said to Chief, okay? Chief seeing that the battle at the end is not going too well. They're going to die. It's scary, right? It's scary. Chief's like, dude, just take over, Cortana. And she's like, dude... You might not, I, there's not a chance you might come back. Like, I, I'm telling you right now. I promise you, Chief, I don't know how to, I, if I can bring you back if I take over because you got to be gone for me to take over. 
And he's like, just do it. And oh, let me tell you right now, though, dude, when Cortana takes over, when Cortana takes over, this feels like everything we wanted. Like just ma- us as Master Chief on legendary mode, just owning them, like just going dual plasma pistol, just dude. And then the because uh, Cortana's taking over Chief's body, so she's just like computing every single move. She has everything predicted. She sees all. You know, what I mean, she's got FOV of two hundred percent. You know, three sixty actually FOV. So much so that she has a pelican come in and shoot down. All these brutes as they're coming in, like she could control the 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 pelican remotely. Like what? Milo's like my main indicator if Stephanie's home or not. Let me see. I just don't want her to run out. She might bring. She's off. She's off having lunch with friends, and she might have food in her hands. You know, she might need some help. But everything's fine now. But anyways, Chief not Chief's body, Cortana, and Chief's body takes the artifact. They go, yada, yada, yada. We see the origin of the scar for Atrocitus. And at this point, Chief feels most like he is in the game. And I want, dude. No. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. Because already this, I feel like, is setting up the fall of Reach. You know, they're running back to Reach with the artifact. And they're, they're going to run with it. They got to go. They got to go to Reach. They got to hide. Arm up. Do what they got to do to defend themselves. Right? Covenant's going to show up. Zap, zap, zap. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Brain blast. Okay. They go back to Reach. And they have to put Chief's body into like that cryogenic pod not even a cryogenic pod but like that recuperation pod because he has to heal up his body and come back and when he comes back they're like are you okay like are you everything okay and that's why he's a little different that's why he's different in the first game holy mother of god if that's what they're gonna do that might be brilliant because of what happened cortana takes over he comes back different because he basically like he has to be dead for her to take over but he just passed out he just passed out because he was he was exhausted he was beat the fuck up like mr uh was atrocitous whatever stood on his head with one foot and cracked the helmet it was gnarly it was disgusting it was great but so when he comes back what if he doesn't come back all the way what if he comes back different oh that's exciting okay so that that was Halo. That was my Halo rant. That was good. Um, and that's it. Thank you guys. Thanks for joining in. Da 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 ba da ba bam. Nah. Let's see. There was something else. Oh, there was more. There was more. I saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Have I talked about that yet? I don't think I've talked about that yet. No. No. I have not. Hold up. Actually, hold up. Oh shit. Hold up. Let me just. Just do this. Hope this isn't gnarly. On the recording. If there's giant spikes, I'll look at them. I'll be like, oh, that's a giant spike. Is that better? That's probably better right there. It's facing my mouth now. Okay, so. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Uh, this probably sounds different now just because it's all like forced in the front. Okay, whatever. The professional podcast world, everyone. It's going to level out of hope. Anyways, so. Multiverse of Madness. It was great. 
It was great. It was great. Of course it was. Of course it was great. Was it overhyped? Yeah. Oh my God. So much so. This movie was so overhyped. There was so much I was hoping for. X-Men. I was hoping for Deadpool. I was hoping for... What else was I hoping for? God, even Rick and Morty. I don't know. But dude, like I was hoping for so much. But no, they delivered. It was a great movie. It was a great Sam Raimi movie. You know, if people aren't used to Sam Raimi, they'd be like, this movie's weird. Why does the camera turn so much? Why... (laughs) Did she just look at, into the camera? Yeah, she did. And yes, we're twisting and turning just like we are in The Evil Dead, homie. But that was a really, really good movie. Multiverse of Madness was fun. I, um, It was... They questioned Doctor Strange's his, his, his move in Endgame, in Infinity War, in the end of Endgame. Or the end of Infinity War, where he chose, yeah, I'll give up the Time Stone. That's my choice. You know, I have... I, I know the end all be all, okay, is the best choice. And ev- not everyone agreed. Not everyone agreed. He said it was, so they all did it. But let's not forget that they almost took the gauntlet off his off his they almost took the gauntlet off of Thanos. But Peter goddamn Peter Quill f- fucking he fucked it up. He messed it up for all of us, okay? He messed it up, and we could have had that off of him. We could have taken him out. Bam, bam, bam. It is possible. It is possible. You don't need to give up the time stone. You don't need to go into some dark magic Cthulhu shit. You don't need that. You just need teamwork, honesty, confiding. Just trust each other. Goddamn, get your ego. Side you, Stephen Strange. That's Stephen Brown Cortez. I, I try to keep my ego in check the best I can. The best I can. All day, son. All day. Dude, watching so much New Girl with Stephanie. Oh my God, I love Schmidt. Schnitt, Schnitt, Schnitty, Schnitt, Schnitt, Schmidt is my boy. I love him. But anyways, Multiverse of Madness. Back to that single track mind, multi track mind, multi mind, multi urinals, multi urinals. That's a big bucket. Oh, Multiverse of Madness. Oh, let me backtrack because I can't just watch that right now like everything else. Um, I cried. There was a moment where I cried. I can share that for sure. It was the moment where... Spoiler alert, by the way. So, turn this off now. Come back later after you watch it, but turn it off now. Spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about something. It's probably like third act. In the third act, okay? But, yeah, it's in the third act. It's when America Chavez, she's figured out how to control her power. She's like, you know what? I'm not taking this anymore. I'm not going to do this. I have faith in myself. This Stephen Strange has faith in in myself. (laughs) He has faith in me. I can have faith in myself. It is possible. It is possible. It's possible, man. (laughs) Si se puede. Yes, we can. (laughs) You know, she starts controlling her powers. She starts punching the shit out of Wanda, dude. And when she does, she she punches stars past her, dude. It's insane. Like start like little universal pathways opened up as she punches her. Can you imagine that? Like you're getting punched with the foot. Like she's able to punch through this universal plane and open up a path to another. And you're getting punched with that power. Like, dude, like Wanda's got a missing tooth. She, she's she's Wanda Maximoff now. You know what I mean? She's like, my name is Wanda Maximoff. How are you? Yeah, she like a shot for tooth. Fucking, she starts punching the shit out of her, right? And then she's like, well, how do I beat her? I have to think about it. It's got to be strategical, okay? I can't work hard. Got to work smart. So what does she do? 
opens up a teleporter to her kids, takes her to her kids, okay? Takes her to her kids, and the kids get to see Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, in all her dark glory, or not so glory, glory, but they see her, and they're scared of her. And then the other Wanda's right there also protecting her kids, and this Wanda's just like, no, like, she's like, I'm here for you. No, I'm not, I want to protect you. I, no, I would never hurt you. No, no. She's just, she's just caught at the end of all that, like, fear-induced fear-induced all her fear-induced actions and trauma-driven action you know losing vision having kids not having kids it's 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 hard dude right so she's been she's been put through trauma with a capital t if you know what i mean and and she, she drops down to her knees at one point and instead of blowing her away and killing her the other one that gets up walks up to her and then just just puts a hand on her cheek and just, I don't know. It's like gives her, lets her know everything's okay. You know, like, it's okay. You'll, you'll be okay. I forgot what she says, but like, she's, Scarlet Witch is crying. Wanda's like, whole, like, holding her little, holding her little face and just being like, I got you. Can you imagine being your worst moment? Like, if you're just like going through like an anger phase or, your trauma's getting the best of you and you're just blind, sad or blind, anger, sad, depression, whatever. And can you imagine if the if the you that didn't suffer from all that was able to look at that other you that suffers with the depression or anxiety or whatever and they got to see you? You got to see each other? And then the one that had the quote-unquote perfect life gets to have empathy, sympathy, you know? Yeah, cause, uh, just, this movie was just insane. It was insane. Definitely. I don't think it was as good as everything, everywhere, all at once. I will say that right now confidently. It, it, when it comes to multiversal movies and whatnot that have come out recently, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, yeah, it's good. But everything, everywhere, all at once is great. What's up, Milo? My baby boy over there. We went poopy already. You went poopy. Ma. Uh-huh. Ma. Ma. What? Look, mom. Okay, he walked away. Mommy's coming later, dude. She'll be. Mo- mommy will be back later. Mommy will be back later. He's nervous. He's ner- He's a nervous little boy. My baby boy. It's okay, Papa. Come here, my baby. Bingozer. Come here, baby boy. Bingozer. 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 Then why are you bothering me, fool? He, he, it's okay. He doesn't hear me. He doesn't hear tone. He just hears body language. He doesn't hear it. He sees. Oh, I'm stupid. What else? Oh, that's all I'll talk about, Doctor Strange. Woo. Because I can't, I, I can't spoil other great moments in that movie. That's the, that's the only thing I'll talk about it because there's a lot of other awesome things in that movie, gruesome things. I'll just say right now, yeah, I, you might want to think about showing kids these movie, this movie. This one might, this might be the one Marvel movie you're like, yeah, it's okay, little little Johnny. You don't have to, you don't have to watch this movie. You don't need to. You don't need it in your life. Ooh, excuse me. Milo, you want to cuddle? Let me just record this podcast, buddy. We can cuddle. We can hang out. Ah, oh, but let's see. Um, What can I talk? Dude, with this podcast, I really want to ex- expand a little bit in the sense that I want to interview people. I want to get a sound card or something, right? Get a sound card so I can set up another, uh, like a sound, like an interface, audio interface, so I can get another mic set up. Uh, so I can get a, a guest on the show, you know, like I would love to invade my invade, 
I would love to invite my friend. I've got a friend I'd like to invite. I don't know what his accent is, but I'd like to invite them. Uh, yes. Uh, but I got my friend Jake Bassey. Shout out Jake Bassey. Uh, the Jake and Off Show. If you listen to this show, you should go check out the Jake and Off, Jake and Off Show. Is it, yeah, it's not the Jake and Off experience. That's an experience. Jake and Off is an experience. <laughs> but the Jake and Off Show. He's a stand-up comedian in L.A., dude. And I have so much respect for him, dude. Uh, just from hearing, like, you know, because I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a JRE fan, you know, I'm a Joe Rogan experience fan, and Joe Rogan's podcast, you get to hear a lot of stories of the life that is for a stand-up comedian. He's, if it's not from Joe's perspective, it's from his friends, and it's a, it's a hard it's a hard road. It's a very hard road, you know, very, very tough road, no, it's, I, I, and this is not from experience. I don't know. I don't know of that. I'm not, I have not that brave to go and venture into the stand-up world. But my friend Jake, man, funny son of a bitch that he is, man. Love you, bro. Uh, he's out there. I haven't seen a show of his, but I will, Jake. I will, okay? I will see one of your shows. I want to. I want to support. I support. The, I'm a homie on your Patreon, dog. I'm a homie on your Patreon. Go be homies with him on his Patreon, y'all. I don't have a Patreon, okay? I don't ask for your money <laughs> from my listeners. But go listen to Jake's show if you want. I think he's been like, he's had like some sponsors like like that metal water i'd I'd fuck it sponsor me water kombucha sponsor me i don't give a shit let's talk about let's talk about coffee coffee sponsor me but anyways um yeah i'd love to have people like jake on my show that'd be fun friends i have other friends you know just friends in the industry or friends who are artists people yeah i wanted to be friends right now i feel most comfortable with that you know hang out vibe out for a little bit and then talk talk about anything why not there be like, people, you know. Once I have a, once I have guests on the show, uh, I'll be asked, you know, hey, like, what, what do you want to talk about? You know, I'll be like, anything, anything. I'm like, yeah, why not? Anything. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Like, so a friend's gonna be like, well, Stephen, I've I've recently became super super vegan. I'll be like, oh fuck, why not? Let's talk. But why? Why not? Why right, cool? Let's talk about that. Tell me, tell me about veganism. Tell me about you eat beans. You, you eat a lot of beans? I'm Salvadorian. I, I relate to that. I like beans, too. You like beans, vegan? Um, no, nah, I, I made beans for my friend, uh, my friend Megan's a friend, Stephanie's from grad school. Uh, we made, did we make beans for her? Yeah, we made beans for her. Dude, blew this fucking, she, dude, Megan's like a, she's like, I'm not going to say the full name, respect, she's professional, but she's a, she's a white girl, okay? She's a white girl, and spices aren't, you know, seasoning, I just don't want to speak because I know some white people, you know, they can cook. They can cook the shit out of a meal. But, like, sometimes, you know, you don't really come from that upbringing, you know. But, like, I cooked her some uh, some frijoles rojos, dude, you know, like some Salvadoran red beans. Uh, I did it. Some Salvadoran red beans? Hey, I cooked it for her, man. No, but I got some frijoles for her and uh, cooked a huge pot up. And we made refried beans, too. Damn, dude. I made some. Uh, I like to cook for my friends. I love to cook for my friends. I think that's. That's how I just deal with like the anxiety of socializing and also how I like to show love, right? I like to like, first off, I feel calm in the kitchen when I cook. It's a, it's a nice sense of control, but also I love to cook for friends and you know serve them and hope they enjoy it. I'm just like, yeah, I made that with love, bitch. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> Fucking put my heart into that shit. That's my salsa. Do I make a killer green salsa too, man? I make a killer green salsa. Cooking's fun, dude. Do cooking. Cooking. It's good for the soul. It's good for you. It builds confidence. It's, you know, it's calming. 
if you feel like you have no control in your life, cook. You'll feel you'll you'll feel, you'll feel as if you have some sense of control as you're whisking your eggs or waiting for the butter to melt and you're whisking around, whatever it is, right? You be making your coffee, dude. Making coffee for me is one of the best moments of my day. I have uh, got myself like a just like a, a like a kettle, right? Like a water boils water, right? An electric kettle with like a little thermometer thing, so you can set it to different temperatures depending if I want tea or if I want coffee, right? And bro, yeah, I just ground up my coffee and I have my slow drip thing. It's like the big glass bowl with the open top and you put your filter and you put the coffee and it's, it's nice. It's those, everything's so fucking fast, you know, and it's, it's, it's just how things are, you know, it's not just, you know, just life in general, but like everything we, well, I don't know about you, but for me, I'll speak for me. Video games I play, just or movies I'm watching, it's like da 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 da, right? And I love it. I love stimulation. Don't get me wrong, I love stimulation. <laughs> I don't know why I said that like that. Fucking stupid, man. But um, uh, but yeah, no, it's just a lot of stimulation, right? And so cooking is just, oh, I think it's a great way to pace your day, pace your life. Lay down, my papa. Oh, good boy. My Milo's such a good boy. Thank you, Milo. We're cuddle, papa. Okay, we'll cuddle after this, buddy. I love you, buddy. Uh, but yeah, cooking is a great way to pace your day out, man. You know, just to slow down the pace of, of your day. Yo, p- p- fucking popping off over here. Popping off your butthole. <laughs> was, was, was that line? It was from 21 Jump Street with the remake. <laughs> we just, the chick was like, you just fingering each other, popping up the buttholes. We're not popping up our buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Um,. But anyways, cooking's fun. <laughs> what else has been going on? Let's see. People are dying. Oh, uh, here's here's a thought I want to share. I don't know. Might be the last thing I talk about. I don't know. We'll see if we wrap it up now. I don't know. No sé, no sé, no sé. Um. So. I forgot who said this, but I was watching. So I was, I'm watching. I'm watching the George Carlin uh, documentary, Judd Apatow, and I forgot who else was who else made it. But it was Judd Ap- Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow is one of the names on this. He's really, I think he's done. You know, forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? He's done Forty Year Old Virgin. I hope I'm not wrong on this. But Judd Apatow, he makes funny movies. He's a, he's hysterical. He's a brilliant man, right? But he uh, so he's 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 part of making this documentary about George Carlin about his life. And, um, oh my God, why I totally spaced out on what I brought this up. Let me try to find this. Hold up. Damn it. Why would I bring this up? Why did I bring this up? Church Colin, Art. No. Fuck, I lost it. Wow. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, marijuana is a hell of a drug, man. I lost that one. Shoot, I lost that one. Oh, well. Uh, could have been a nice thought. <laughs> that could have been a nice thought. I could go back and listen to what I was talking about. No, should I? <laughs> no, I shouldn't. Stop it. Keep this. I got to keep this raw. I got to keep this raw and natural. No editing. No going back. Stopping. Only for PP breaks. Only for PP and caca breaks. And I got to stop it. <laughs> And I don't have to go pee pee or caca right now, so no, no pausing. Um, damn, 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 pepper jam. Oh, I, oh, I found it. I found the thought. I found it. 
Um, basically, in, in in this in this documentary about George Carlin, they were talking about uh, they were talking. They, someone I think it was John Stewart. I don't know if it was John. One, it was one of these uh, comedians that came in to speak on George, right? And they were talking about how nowadays we don't have philosophers like you know back in Greek wrote Greeks and stuff. You know we have socrates or socrates for those out there who pronounce it that way you know all these great philosophers that we know of so socrates who's another one pythagoras had his theorems huh right uh what's another socrates pythagoras oh god i'm I'm, i feel like such a i'm so and such an uneducated person wow that little stutter too made me feel really like i have a smile did i have a seizure there did i stroke out I'm, i'm back i'm back um, I, I actually burped. Um, but anyways, in the documentary, they're talking about how nowadays we don't have many philosophers. You know, at least well, we do have philosophy majors. Yes, we 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 talk about it in academia, you know, in the colleges and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have that. But back in the day, being a philosopher, being of one who like who was a, think, a deep thinker, and that was your job, and you would speak in public, and then people would come and listen, and and you would provoke their minds, and you would provoke their ideas, and of what they of what they're currently thinking, right, about their lives, about their 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 outside lives, whatever, right, their their way their way of life. You you bring in new perspectives, new ideas. You're a deep thinker, right? But we don't have that anymore. Well, not in that sense, right? But we do have stand up comedians. And when you watch George Carlin's material, it's very it very much feels like, you know, going to the going to the Greek pantheons or something, or there's those Greek theaters and, and you're there to to join the lecture for the great philosopher who who is sharing his weekly or monthly monthly seminar or lecture or whatever, right? What they've been currently pondering. And you get to listen to it, maybe it makes you laugh, makes you cry, you know, those pathos, ethos. All those, all those ways of thinking that they were aware of, even back then, right? And all these deep thinkers—they, they were, they were, they, they were thinking in these, in these senses, right? And pathos, like you know, if it's more logical or more emotional or way of whatever it is, right? They were. Well, stand-up comedians are that now, and I think that's. I heard that, and I just, I just, I felt, I felt, I felt almost validated for 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 loving stand-up so much. I don't know. Like I know, like people love watching stand-up, but I don't know. I used to feel, I used to feel as if watching stand-up was like a dirty, a dirty thing you did by yourself. You know, you just watched it on Comedy Central when it was on, or you got lucky when you're at a friend's house who had HBO and like you're going through the specials and like, oh shoot, there's a there's a comedy special on you now. Or mostly for me, I remember watching Comedy Central presents. Oh God, I was guess where I first saw David Burnham. I think uh, Jeff Jeff Dunham. I think that's where I first saw him on his Comedy Central presents. But anyways, it definitely feels as if comedians have really taken out that role of of uh, of the local, you know, either a gesture or a, or a deep thinker, like legitimately a deep thinker when you listen to when you listen to the 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 george carlin documentary and how the way george describes his career and what his what his profession is that he there's an early video of him describing that his job is words you know and how to play with words one of his jokes was about the word alter and the word change and how they kind of mean the same like you can alter your plans you can change your plans and that means the same but you can alter your pants and you can change your pants. And those are two different things, right? See, you alter your pants, you change your pants. 
but he that 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 was his you know and that even that right there great thinkers you're you're thinking about language and the, the playing with language that's that takes like some crazy critical thinking right there really just a lot of being by yourself with your thoughts with your with the words right but um but i don't know the way like i the way comics talk and whatnot and and again it, it they're deep thinkers and like they're funny yeah but like they're not also you're not also to be taking them so seriously take it with a grain of salt it's a joke they're not being serious most of the time you know there might be some real heart in the core of it you know because i mean they've all said it right a lot of comedians are they're, they're, they've gone through shit you know a lot of the good ones have gone through shit you know and they have a lot of a lot of uh lot of demons maybe to go th- that they're that they're fighting against or whatnot you know i don't want to you know be too presumptuous but you know a lot of artists are like that but comedians from what i've heard from you know joe rogan experience and whatnot this is just from the stories that those comedians share but it just seems uh it seems it, it seems as if they've taken up a role that seems very vital for a society I mean, we still we still quote we still quote and learn the the teachings of of of, so- of Socrates, you know, Socrates, <laughs> good old Socrates. That's a Bill and Ted reference. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm not over here just being like, oh, Socrates. I love Socrates. No, that's a Bill and Ted reference. If you don't know who Bill and Ted is, you're stupid. I'm just kidding. You're young. Same thing. No, it's a joke, bro. It's a podcast. Turn me on. <laughs> but anyways, um. This is when we talk about the role of the philosopher, right? The deep thinker. We don't have that anymore. They were so pivotal even back then, right? Yeah, that's where I was. Uh, we still study them. Socrates, we still study them. We still study them. You know, they're still, these aren't names that we've forgotten. Like our existence, we've only been here for such, we, like, we, you, George Carlin points, points this out, right? That humanity has been here for maybe like, what, 100,000 years? What, 200,000? Right? Speaking back to like, you know, like caveman, you know, Neanderthal, all of that. Like, what, what did he say? He's like, I don't know. 100,000, 200,000 years, right? The, the planet's been here for like 4 billion years or 4 million years. I don't know how many he said, but he, he even then, this was like 92. He was pointing out global warming. He was just pointing out all this crap, right? All the, all the, that it's not a it's not a, it's not a problem we're causing for the earth cuz the earth's going to be fine after we're gone. But it's a problem for us cuz we not we might not be here. We might not be here, man. That's, that's fucking crazy. But he was pointing this out. He was, he's still so relevant. God damn, he's so good. But anyways, I I personally think those kind of comedians, like we need them. They keep us sane. We need to laugh about things. As someone who I, I can I can confidently say that I've experienced my own my own share of trauma and hardship in my life, you know, and I've learned the importance of laughing through it, of laughing not through it, like not through it, like you know, like forgetting about it and just you know laugh your woes away but more of just finding the humor in 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 the darkness you know like you have to figure out how to laugh about it so you can just cope you know and cry crying's important too you know cry when you have to don't neglect those feelings but don't be so serious it's balance you know just like everything else it's balance you need you can't have one without the other you can't have the light without the dark you need to cry when you need to cry but also you gotta figure out, figure out those times when it's 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 good to laugh. You know, it's it's okay to laugh. It's okay not to take things so seriously. You know, and that's what comedians are there for. You know, 
We shouldn't be slapping them. And that's all I'm saying about that. But we shouldn't be slapping comedians either. <laughs> Don't fucking do it. Oh, man. This is a good one. This this is good. I like it. I like you a lot. We talked about a lot. This is a really good... Uh, this is a really good podcast. I really did appreciate you, uh, your uh, understanding. I don't know what voice that is, dude, but I did something. <laughs> but thanks for uh, thanks for listening, yo. Uh, it's time for the outro. Oh, yeah, let's get to the outro. But don't forget, you are enough. You're more than enough. It is crazy how enough you are. <laughs> I mean it. I mean it. That wasn't like a, a cheap little, <laughs> like, fucker. No, dude, you're enough. I swear, dude, you're enough. <laughs> Yeah, you too. You too, fool. And when I say dude, I'm not I'm not just talking to guys, okay? I'm talking to just people in general because he's a dude, she's a dude, they're a dude. Because we're all dudes. Hey, did I just update that song? Did I just update that song? He's a dude, she's a dude, they're a dude. Because we're all dudes. Hey, homie, we just modernized that song. Done and done. That's a beautiful way to end the podcast. Let's get to the outro. Let's get to it. Bye. Oh, welcome, welcome. Oh my god, episode uh, what is this gonna be? 40 42 of the Why the F Not podcast with Stephen Brogan Cortez. Uh, this is the intro, you know, the intro, that's how we do it. Uh, come on in, enjoy yourself, feel free to uh, lounge about. Yeah, whatever, do you come on in, come on. <laughs>